In a world filled with spyware, ransomware, fish, and more, we need you to be the hero. In this podcast, information protection and security is bringing new ways to fight back against the dangerous actors looking to do digital and physical harm. We'll give you everything you need to know on a different topic of risk every month. Coming to you from IPS with love. Welcome to From IPS with Love. Our guest today is Caitlin Baker, and she's the director of the Information Protection and Securities Communications team. Welcome, Caitlin. Thanks for having me. Today we're going to talk about uh, online shopping and how to keep yourself safe um, and secure your money and data. Um, so what, what makes you uh, an expert in this field? <laughs> well, this is a combination of two of my passions, helping protect people at work and at home, and also shopping. Wonderful. So um, what's some advice you have, some tips you have for staying safe? All right, I have five tips that I want to cover today. And number one is going to sound very basic, and it's to shop only legitimate websites. And you're thinking, yeah, that's what I do. But a lot of people, I think you get online and you type in Best Buy in, in the search bar, and then you hit the first link that comes up, right? Like Google is not going to steer me wrong. Well, our cyber team has just uncovered what they are calling um, SEO poisoning, where criminals are working so hard to mess up that SEO that the number one link is not legitimate. So you type that in and you are on bustbuy.com before you know it. So write typos, misspellings, yeah. um, maybe even like an, a zero instead of an O Ooh, for Amazon. Yes, it looks right, but it's not. And then you go and it has all the same branding and the right colors, yeah. so you think you're there. And suddenly you're giving away your credentials. That's right. So I try to just type right in the search bar. I'm going to type jcrew.com, and I'm going to go to that known safe site. Great. Okay. So start off with shopping at places that are legitimate. Yes. <laughs> what's, a, what's your second tip? Okay, don't click on pop-ups. And it actually ties to my first tip. So I have fallen victim to this. You're on Instagram, you are scrolling and they catch you. You swipe up. And I, I didn't even know where I was. I'm going to be honest. Yes. So I bought off an leg- illegitimate website. Uh, it happens you, to the best Did of you us. get anything? No. You, I never, never, I never got that item. But This ties into my third tip. So instead of just always using a debit card or a credit card, there are a ton of shopping apps out there. So I really like ShopPay, PayPal, a lot of people use. So what I did was I contacted this site that I purchased from. They never responded. Okay, this was not a real store in any way. And then I talked to PayPal and I disputed the charge and they removed it. So I didn't get that item, but I also didn't get charged for it. So... That's Price great. Subverted. So using um, like Cash App and, and some of yeah. those others, they, there's more protections there, right? There is, oh, yes. That's great. Then Especially it, than a debit card. Yeah. Uh, you know, with your credit card, you can also dispute some, some payments. But with a debit card, that money is gone from your account. There's not going to be a lot of help. Okay, okay. So that, that's great. Being careful. Um, and what, what's your other tip? Ooh, uh, apply, you can apply this outside of shopping. This is like my number one favorite tip to give people for cybersecurity is you have to use a unique password for every website. I'm sorry to say. You can't remember all these passwords, right. can you? Right. All right. Well, do you want to use a password keeper? Uh, that's a good option. I don't. <laughs> do you? 
Nobody. No, I don't want to either. Okay. I don't want to either. You know, we should get on board with this. There's a lot of great password keeper options out there, like KeePass, where you basically have one overall password. So you log into KeePass, and then you can click links within. So mm-hmm. they know you bank at Capital One. You can click, and KeePass is going to get you to that site safely. Or you can have a password algorithm. Like a passphrase, even, a right? A passphrase. Yes. So if I log into J.Crew, perhaps my password is fuzzy sweater, exclamation mark, 19. That's not it. But that is an easy way to remember your phrase. So, you know, what am I going on J.Crew to buy? Sweaters. I have maybe a little descriptive word there, a number. Interesting. That's what I do. So that helps you remember it. it I, I know some people will pick, um, you know, uh, a password that they like, but then, yeah, put the descriptor at the beginning or end. Okay. So they're not reusing the password, but the guts of it remain the same so that they don't have to remember all these different combinations, right? I mean, the proof is just in the news. So Mm -hmm. any website that you use, you think it's just happening to these one-off, you know, weird companies that aren't real. But LinkedIn, Target, Mm -hmm. there are these big companies, these big organizations that I use as well that have been breached. And so if you use the same password over and over, you've got a a big problem. You're really putting yourself at risk. Definitely. Um, What's another kind of risk that could happen if you're shopping online? Ooh, what about giving too much information to the site? Okay, right. When they ask you to fill out all that form. Right. Why are you giving your phone number? Right. Do you need need to? Mm -hmm. Then that's going to be part of the breach. If that site is hacked, that's going to be out there as well. Mm -hmm. Do you need to give your birthday? Right. Are you getting an additional coupon code? I mean, I can see it then maybe. (laughs) You know, but otherwise that information is going to be out there. You have handed that away. It's going to be out there. Think twice. Um... So what's your feeling on, um, like, giving your birthday or giving an email? Do you have a specific email, like a junk email that you would use or maybe give a wrong birthday? Or? Yeah, <laughs> you can. Definitely. I know people that do have a junk email address that they use if they're going to sign up um, to order something. And so I think that is a great process. In general, I try to avoid giving out my email address. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bath and Body Works. You're going in once a year to get that three-wick candle at Halloween. <laughs> and... You do not need to give them your email address because they ask you for it in person. Mm-hmm. I'm standing there announcing my email address. Who's in there? Who's listening to that? Right, right. You Let's really not give it out. You have to protect your information. Yes. And not let it get out so much. Yes. Um, well, and an, another shopping tip um, that I've discovered rather recently is the idea of ads that are on mm. You mentioned ads that are on Instagram, but ads that are even on legitimate sites like the New York Times. Yes. And um, it looks like, okay, I'm filling out my shopping list. This is something I want to buy. Why should you not be clicking on those ads? I think you need to avoid it. If you if you do want to buy something and you see it come up on an ad, can you go ahead and search for that separately and see if Nike is really doing $20 for sneakers? Even if it's from that legitimate site, they don't can't necessarily control the advertisements that are on that sidebar. Mm-hmm. Especially Facebook ads, social media ads that are on there. Pretty much anybody can sign up for an account and get an ad running. I would think twice before I click. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, there have been cases I know of friends who have clicked on an ad on, say, Pinterest or on Mm. Instagram, has a photo of, you know, Clark shoes, and then Mm. they end up getting just some 
plastic shoes, right? That are not Clark's at no. all. Took a month to arrive. Yeah, smell I know. weird. Right. They yeah. were $10. And, yeah. And then they don't even report it because it's such a small amount, right? Yeah. So you're not protecting others. So, yeah. If really it's too good to be true, I think this is really a message about all the types of scams we see. If something's too good to be true, it probably isn't. Right. Right. Um, okay, so before we go, we always like to talk about James Bond and his gadgets. Um, well, you're our special agent <laughs> in charge of shopping here. What's uh, looking ahead at the holiday season? What do you think are some going to be some of the best buys that are out there? Ooh, my seven-year-old daughter wants a Nintendo Switch. Does everybody already have that? Ooh. I think it's going to be really hot. I think techni technological gifts, yeah. techie stuff is going to be really big. Okay. All right. And then Cyber Monday has become bigger than Black Friday now. Mm -hmm. So I think the online shopping is the place it's going to be. So you can also, we could talk about protecting your packages. Mail theft oh. is up. It is huge. Uh, so be careful if you're shopping on Cyber Monday to watch for your packages. Know when they're coming. Ask a neighbor to grab mm -hmm. them. Right. Ship them to work. Oh, all good tips. Yes. Yeah, because porch pirates are out there. And, they are. And they know about Cyber Monday just as we do, <laughs> right? I mean, that's <laughs> not do. a secret. So they know to expect to start watching for those packages. Yes. Okay. Well, great tips. All right. Have you have you already done all your holiday shopping? You know it. I'll be <laughs> shopping your... again, though, on Black Friday and Cyber Monday. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Caitlin. You can listen to this or any one of our From IPS With Love episodes on all major podcast platforms, or you can watch the videos on Media Connect. Just search for IPS with love.